1: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown, and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join us today. Now, I've got something of a bonus episode for you this week. I was a little bit inspired, actually, from a recent trip that I, I undertook. But before we get into it too far in in terms of today's topic, I just want to check in with Kaza, find out how you are, and what we can look forward to in the rest of today's show. So, hi Kaza, how are you? And what have we got coming up today?
2: Hi Richard. I am really good, thank you. Obviously, we were not together last week, so good to be back. You were on an adventure in South America, I hope you had a good trip. As for today's show. Right up, we have Property Chatter, which as I understand Richard, has been somewhat inspired by your recent adventure. No spoiler alert from me. But I was happy to see that you found a connection from your journey to share with our listeners this week. Then, we have your voice. This week, we have a review with a difference for you. Do make sure you check that out later. Next, the shout out. Here, we share a tool that is pertinent to today's theme. You know, how sometimes you find a hidden track on a music CD. Well. We have something like that to share with you after the end credits. For those that want to stick around for an extra bonus, stay tuned. So, back to you Richard. I have an inkling that I know what you are going to be talking about somehow.
0: Okay, so let's get on with this week's featured topic with Property Chatter.
1: Well thank you Kaza. no spoiler alert there uh but a very good hint I'm sure yes yes I'm sure Yeah I have been inspired um you know from a recent visit to quite a magical place actually uh, and I wanted to share some of that inspiration in today's show However as we shall see sometimes inspiration is not an immediate solution to a problem It can be the start of something big for sure but there's something else needed to turn inspiration into long-lasting and suspe- uh, sorry sustainable results and for those of you that like the fluffy stuff that we covered last week, we have something here for you. However, if you prefer more logical, process-orientated, or mechanical even, then stay right here as well, as you might be surprised how methodical we can become, so hang around and be surprised. Having recorded last week's show, to be honest with you, I could not get the theme of developing a strong investor mindset out of my own head. Then I had the pleasure of visiting quite a magical place. One of the uh, wonders of the modern world, in fact. And it's uh, it's Machu Picchu in Peru. And it really made me think about w- what separates species, as you do when you're climbing up mountainsides and uh, exploring uh, historical sites and uh, ancient civilizations. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, but I started to wonder, um, as I was discovering, how intelligent a people the Incas were. To develop agricultural tiers deep into uh, sorry deep into mountainsides that both allow crops to grow and also prevented soil erosion, or how using a trapeze design avoided earth earthquake dist- uh, destruction to their buildings and uh, they had an interlocking building design uh, which was used on you know ma- massively heavy granite stones which were which were holding all of their significant building structures together with no mortar or c- cement at all. So our guide, he offered up several explanations. And, you know, although my intention is not to give you a potted history, history of the uh, Inca civilization, some things did strike me about them that are still applicable today and so are relevant to our themes. So please just trust me on this. Stay with me here. Now, the Incas, they, they clearly demonstrated um, t- teamwork, leadership, Technology, innovation, community, and an awareness of being part of something bigger than themselves—to name just a few of the transferable qualities that uh, that we can apply today. However, I have to say the one thing that really struck me more than anything were their routines, and uh, there were, for example, they were farmers in the wet season and builders in the dry season. They celebrated regularly and gave thanks to the elements for providing for their needs. And they also shared their knowledge between themselves and through the generations freely. They had the patience and determination to build temples and fortresses over, over several decades, knowing full well that those that started them would not see out their legacy being completed. That's an interesting parallel, funny enough, but I'll probably say that for another day, that our legacy can outlive us. And their ultimate undoing was, uh, was in fighting, sadly, a powerful and better equipped enemy from outside namely the Spanish with their uh, guns and and disease in the most part so that was a bit unfortunate but um, needless to say there's still a lot we can we can apply and and I guess you're probably thinking at this stage what on earth has this got to do with property investing Richard and yeah well I'm gonna, I'm gonna share that with you now so <laughs> don't worry there are some some clear parallels and some learning we can apply here first of all the Incas had a clear paradigm a strong culture, and a way of life that supports prosperity and growth. So there's some examples. And of course, I'm ignoring the bit where they ran away and, and died off ultimately as a separate uh, people. But as many civilizations, old civilizations, suffered a, a similar fate, let's, let's not hold that against them, shall we? But in other words, though, what I'm trying to say, it was their way of thinking or their mindset that allowed them to prosper. And it's this idea of mindset that I wanted to share more on in this bonus episode today, therefore. So having considered the four essential components in what I called the investor mindset puzzle last time out, I thought I would share a little bit more about one of those aspects that that can really help turn the micro into the quantum. And if you recall, the four components of the investor mindset puzzle were skills and competencies, uh, principles, personal qualities and characteristics, and finally, habits and routine. And it is this last piece of the puzzle that is so underestimated and so underutilized, and that's what I'd like to focus on in today's show. So this week, what I'm going to do is share some of my own own personal routine um, as an object lesson, if you like, in in how small, regular practices and disciplines can add up to become a snowball effect the compound effect or the slight edge, as the various books explain. And as a special bonus, we will include the fuel, the fuel, (laughs) the full music bed to the show after the end of the show credits, which I'll also share with you how it can be used in a small way to underpin one of the techniques that I personally use to make it a, let's call it a multi-sensory mind hack. (laughs) of visualization, auditory learning, and musical anchoring to help embed our vision and goals deep into our psyche. So you could say it's a little bit different as an episode this time, and you know, you'd be right, but different can be good too. I hope you enjoy it, but if not, we will will be back to some concrete uh, content next time around for sure. Now, if you're anything like me, then the words habit, routine or discipline (laughs) might just wanna make you switch off and go and do something else instead. However if I were to also tell you that these terms are all considered to be proven success principles that can be applied to help us achieve all we ever want in life then perhaps there is motivation to at least stick around for a while longer yet. So what I intend to do is to share with you some aspects of my own regular routine and um, I'm not talking about brushing my teeth or my uh, my morning bowel movements, you understand. Sorry for anybody who might be having breakfast or something like that right now. Sorry about that. But in fact, I'm talking about some personal growth and development practices that I have adopted that are starting to pay off for me. Um, some of which I, I did actually adopt later in life than, than I could have done, to be perfectly honest with you. So if you're young or old, listen in and try not to take too long before you get it, as I did. Um, Now obviously this is my own personal routine and there are other ones out there and you can create your own so I'm not saying mine is the best one by any means, it's just an example, I hope you understand. But in broad terms the the routines that I will share with you fall into two clear time intervals if you like. On the one hand I've got daily habits Uh, and the other hand I have what I'm going to call regular periodic reviews. Um, and I follow a plan, do, review methodology where my daily habits are the fuel into the furnace or the do part of that plan, do, review cycle. And then regular planning and review sessions, which are the checkpoints to stay on course, if you like. Um, something of a pictorial representation there for you. And of course, these checkpoints are the plan and review part of the the process. I guess to some extent there's a mini uh, plan-do-review in each daily uh, day day as well. So, but they're they're the clear distinctions so if i just return to my own daily habits then i i have three basic routines to share with you here i've got my morning routine my middle of the day routine and my end of day routine so you're probably not too surprised of that uh, quite logical and method method, method methodological <laughs> you know what i mean anyway so as as I mentioned last week i don't claim to be the finished article yet, clearly, as you can hear i can 't pronounce certain words and um, and as before uh, you're going to join me as a companion on this journey rather than me being some kind of preacher uh, so keep that in mind, and by all means, do share with me your own personal development routines, habits, and principles i learn i sorry, I like to learn and grow too, you know so let's start with the morning routine and So many, many people seem to have these these days. Uh, Perhaps it's a stateside or or a West Coast thing, but uh, I cannot help noticing that if the likes of Oprah Winfrey, Jane Austen, Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, Winston Churchill and Benjamin Franklin, among a whole host of other people, all had a morning routine or ritual, then there must be something in this. And my own morning routine used to involve basically brushing my teeth and making sure I put my socks on after my trousers, um, <laughs> in all honesty. But uh, nowadays, it's based on a, a slight adaptation of Hal Elrod's book, The Miracle Morning, which I, I recently discovered, in all honesty. So my morning routine goes a little bit like this. Um, I wake somewhere between 5.30 and 6 o'clock in the morning and I use an, an app called Sleep Cycle to, to help pick the best time to wake me from, from sleep. And essentially that makes sure it, I don't wake in the middle of a deep sleep. I wake uh, in, a, in a lighter sleep state. And that basically means I feel less tired even if I wake up slightly earlier than my alarm. So So that's quite handy. You know, obviously, uh, there's a bit of a morning routine, which I won't bore you with, natural, uh, having a cup of tea, that sort of thing. Um, and, then, and while I'm doing that, I've, I've still got one really bad habit, um, unfortunately, to confess with you. But I want to be transparent with you. And I, I do check social media and emails whilst I'm, I'm waiting for, to make my tea. And, you know, it's really not a good habit. It can actually blow you off course. So I'm just being honest that it's part of the routine. It really shouldn't be. And I don't recommend you do this at home, <laughs> so to speak, Blue Peter style. But then basically I go and get to my quiet place as I call it and there I I follow a certain sequence as I mentioned it's loosely based on the Miracle Morning routine. So first step is to journal and I mentioned last time that journaling was a a tricky thing for me and so what I do here is the morning steps of the five minute journal routine. Uh, So look up five minute journal and the the morning steps if you like are gratitude priorities for the day and some key affirmations so very quickly but just sort of uh, you know being grateful is, is a nice thing and obviously setting the priorities and, and affirming uh, some of the beliefs I want to uh, embed into my mind then I read a chapter of a book and then I'll I'll move into a visualization and affirmation exercise and if you stick with me in the shout out I'm going to share with you the app I use to support me in this part of the process so, and don't forget also to listen to the bonus uh, music clip after the end of the show credits because it's relevant to this whole section. But this visualization and affirmation exercise is very powerful. Then I I basically use an app, a uh, quote of the day app, um, and that really is just just to get me thinking about something motivational. Uh, perhaps, you know, obviously it's, it's somebody else's thoughts, they're not my thoughts, and I dwell on that for a minute or two, just think about how it could apply to my life. So a motivational quote of the day then it's uh meditation for me could be uh, other things but you know there should be a quiet period of reflection is what the common advice is in in these routines but for me it's meditation and i use um i use an app called headspace which is a guided meditation app and uh, that suits me quite well there's there's non-guided meditation apps and guided meditation apps and there's a there's a range of different ones out there but i like this headspace one and uh, my objective really is just to get better focus and clarity um, you know, before my day begins. So just, you know, quieten down, sharpen up the, the thinking, and I'm ready to go. And I, and I finish off that routine with a quick burst of exercise. It's a, it's a five or ten minute routine, and it's really just intended to get my, my blood flowing, if you like. But then it's down to shower, have a bit of breakfast, and uh, plenty of hydration along the way as well. And then I get to my desk. So that's pretty much my, my morning routine, um, you know, in terms of setting me up for the day. Obviously, I've got whatever's going on in the morning and then I have the middle of the day routine section that I'm going to talk about. So it's it's not quite as involved as the morning routine, um, but essentially I, I break and I have this principle of of now never dining alone. And that doesn't mean I go and find a friend to have lunch with. It means, and nor does it mean having the, the liquid lunch, uh, of old. It's now a listening lunch. And what I do is I take 30 to 45 minutes for lunch with my headphones on and I'm listening to a podcast or an audio book. And that, you know, squeezes in obviously an extra 30 to 45 minutes of, of learning and great, uh, great teaching that, uh, that I can apply into, into my life. So it's, uh, it's back to the desk, if you like, uh, crack on with the afternoon. But before leaving, I'll review the priorities that I'd set for myself in the morning and check that I did manage to, quote, eat that frog. And if you don't know what that is, it's uh it's basically a book written by Brian Tracy about um you know prioritization, time management and focus. And you can imagine from the title, Eat That Frog, basically means getting the worst thing out of the way first in the morning. So I want to make sure that you know the biggest issue of the day has been completed. Clearly it should I should start with it, but I certainly don't want to leave the day without having done that. So then, then I, if you like, at the end of the day, you know, uh, I've got an evening routine. It's uh, just just before bedtime and uh, it's quite quick. It's not particularly involved and uh, it's step two of that uh, journal that I mentioned earlier, the five minute journal. And, and here I'm just uh, reflecting on the main successes of the day. Uh, Which is pretty good, sort of reinforcement of what you've achieved if you like, and uh, but also what could have gone better. So a bit of an acknowledgement there that perhaps things don't always go well, but uh, you don't have to beat yourself up, but transfer it onto paper and hopefully you're not going to be worrying about that. Now, throughout this whole process, um, you know, on a weekly basis, not necessarily daily basis, in all of these things I'm about to mention, certainly some of them do apply daily. um, I've been very uh, rigidly trying to adopt a a healthier lifestyle, if you like, um, you know, to look after my mind and body. Uh, So this is more the body side of things. And um, that involves plenty of hydration, plenty of water uh healthier eating than perhaps i used to and uh, regular exercise so obviously i mentioned the quick burst of exercise in my morning routine uh but also I, I exercise more you know um thoroughly if you like several times a week now it's either the gym or it's playing football or something like that and the aim there is just to be in tip top uh, physical condition uh, which which helps with energy levels uh, amongst other things so, if you like, that covers the, the do part, or the fuel for the furnace, if you prefer. And uh, coming up next, we'll be looking at the checkpoints part of it. Okay, and so we've got these, these checkpoints, as I call them, these regular planning and, uh, and review sessions. And effectively, I've got three um, varieties of these checkpoints. I've got annual, quarterly and monthly. So annually, I, I sit down and I, I undertake a planning review process looking at what I call my life plan. So it's not just a business plan. It's actually a life plan. You know, it combines what I want personally as well as I want from business and investments and that type of thing. And, and what I include in this uh, is my long-term vision my annual goals, my key and focus uh, affirmations, what I call my have, be, do and give factors. So what I'd like to see happen in those particular areas, which I want to elaborate on now, it's just that, you know, there's, there's a variety of things, you know, things I'd like to have, things I'd like to be, you know, per, personal character, things I'd like to do, which might be travel, that sort of thing, and giving, you know, which can be charitable, could be giving in other ways. Uh, for example, I give a lot of contribution into forums. So, there's some examples there. Uh, and I use a variation of the will of life, if you've ever heard of that, which uh, basically ensures that I'm, I'm, I'm looking at balance in my life, that uh, I'm not too focused on any one area, and, uh, you know, it's not this all work and uh, no play makes Johnny a dull boy. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. And then from that stage, I then set some monthly milestone goals and, and action plans. And, and clearly, you'll see how that features in later on. Now every quarter though I'll undertake what I call a strategic review uh, and it's, you know, very simply looking at the uh, at the annual life plan and just saying am I on track with what I'm doing and will my action plan build towards my goals or not and, you know, what corrective action is needed you know, to, to make sure that I stay on course. Um, now I, ha- I must say that I I, ha- I have developed this process, if you like, over time. So it hasn't always been the case and, and maybe I did some things intuitively but now I'm trying to do things a little bit more deliberately. And um, and I mentioned the monthly uh, milestone reviews. Um, so each month sit down and um, again it's a question, am I on track? If yes, can I do more of the same and consider upping the goal? Uh, but if not, Perhaps I need to up my effort, or indeed look for alternative ways to achieve my goals, such as leveraging to achieve more. So, so broadly speaking, that's that's effectively you know it. That's how I undertake my plan, do, review process, both on the daily basis, um, the fuel in the first furnace part of it, or indeed these checkpoints, these regular things. So, what I then tend to do is I I diarise all of the checkpoints. And uh, I've also developed a, a checklist to score myself on on how I'm doing with the daily habits. Now, I'm, <laughs> I, you know, in the interest of being totally transparent with you, I've got to be honest that this scoring of my daily habits I I have adopted. Quite recently, um, as a suggestion from somebody else, and I'm struggling with that one. I haven't been rigid in maintaining it, but, um, the morning routine in, in generally is works really well. Um, in fact, she all of it, the morning, midday, and evening routine works really well. So. I think the score is pretty good, it's just that I'm not really tracking it very well. So it's something I personally need to work on there. But uh, what, I might, uh, what I might do actually is make myself accountable to someone else in the future to hold me to account in that respect. And then if I have to report my, uh, my progress and my activity to somebody else, perhaps I'll, uh, I'll up my game even further. And that's just an important principle that perhaps we'll uh, re- 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 return to rather at a future stage. Now if you just look up the term morning routine or ritual, morning routine, morning ritual in Google, you're going to find a lot of examples of what other people tend to do in this regard. And of course, you know, uh, I'm not saying necessarily that what I do is what you should do. Um, I am actually advocating, um, you know, I, I am actually in the middle of reading The Slight Edge, that book I, I referred to earlier, and, um, you know, it's quite obvious that uh, some small daily disciplines can really add up and make a, a huge, um, a huge dent, if you like, a bite out of what we're trying to achieve in life, and um, I, I rather wish that I'd, I'd kind of adopted this principle a lot earlier in in my life. Um, I was a bit haphazard in all honesty. I managed to achieve uh, certain levels of success um, in in, in different ways but um, I think actually having these disciplines in place would have taken me a lot further and a lot faster. So I've mentioned a couple of resources as I've gone along for you to check out and we'll have another resource to share for you in the shout out so stick around for that and meanwhile back to Kazet for your voice.
0: Up next is your voice, it's all about you, and your property world.
2: Thanks Richard. I imagine you don't now believe in lost treasure do you? The treasure lies within, I suspect you are saying. Okay, to your voice. Today, we would like to share a review on Amazon of Richard's book, Property Investor Toolkit. It comes from, Mr. J.A.G. Larngrish which received 6 helpful votes out of 6 from other Amazon customers. He says. 5 stars very good property book, packed full of information. After finding out about Richard, through the property hub, I started reading his blog and news feed, which is full of lots of very useful information. Then, recently I found out, that he was writing a property investment book. So, I was obviously keen to get my hands on a copy. The book is aimed at beginners, but I don't think that it should be exclusive to them, as it has some very good and detailed examples and information, which you don't get in many property books. The section regarding property financials is so important to read, for anyone who is interested in property investment and I would buy the book just for that section alone. Well written and I would highly recommend this book. Well, that's a review of the book and not the podcast. But, as this first series is based around the book, we thought we might share that with you today. Thank you so much Mr. Langrish, for such kind words. These reviews really do help both of us to stay motivated, but also others to find out more about the Property Voice. We do appreciate this very much. Now, back to you, Richard, for the shout out.
0: And now, where you can go for more great resources with the shout out.
1: Now, today's shout out resource is, is once again bang on topic. And it's an app that I use as part of my own morning routine, as I, as I mentioned earlier. And it's called Vision Board Pro. So if you've ever heard of the concept of a vision board, uh, sometimes it's called a dream board. Then this is kind of a turbocharged, multi-dimensional variation of that idea. Uh, a vision board is something where you, you literally put pictures or images of your goals and your vision, if you like, your long-term aspirations onto either a physical board. It could be a, or it could be digital uh, in terms of a desktop display and this sort of thing. So this is an app version of that and it's, Oh, it's just kind of brilliant really. And what you can do is you can you can upload images for your goals and your long-term vision. You can also have a text input for you know affirmations. And you can even set action plans to achieve them. I'm not using the actions plan part of the app myself because I've got other systems in place, but some people might find that handy. Then then there's a slideshow feature which allows you to play these back in sequence to to help in reinforcing them in our in our own mind. And the final aspect of this app, that I, that's probably the main reason why I like it so much. There's quite a lot to like about it, but probably the main reason I like it so much is that you can also set the slideshow to music as well. So you know this, is, this has an important part in terms of what they call anchoring so you hear the music um, and you, you anchor the concepts you know the thoughts sorry the the visuals that you've seen the words that you've heard etc all come together so that's why I like this app it consolidates an awful lot of these uh, visual auditory and music anchoring principles together to help embed them you know deep inside so whether you like uh, Eye of the tiger or search for the hero or Gabrielle's dreams as a backing track you can have it all within the app I think you have to provide your own music but But anything you've got on your iPod, for example, is perfectly suitable if you don't like any of those. But in my own case, I specifically chose the backing track that uh, underpins this podcast. And and that's because, uh, not because I'm kind of (laughs) so focused on on me, me, me. It's just that when I first heard the track in the first place, I was was obviously doing research for music to, to back up the podcast and i And I really had i literally had goosebumps when I heard this backing track, and it was kind of inspiring somehow it was for me anyway and so if you also like that backing track, which you've probably heard a little bit beyond uh behind all of the um intro sections and and that type of thing, it's known as a music bed in the in the trade uh, and just stay tuned after the end credits because uh for a full three minutes after the closing credits we're gonna play it out for you and you could potentially set your own visualization or affirmations to that if you like. Better still if you prefer you can send us an email to podcast at thepropertyvoice.net with the subject line podcast music and your full name and we'll send you the mp3 file for you to use yourself and therefore you can, you can in- import it into iTunes or whatever you use and you can use it as the backing track for your own vision board if you like. So there we go. That's it for another week on the podcast. I, I know last week I said we'd have a sort of a summary wrap up, a next sorry next steps episode this week. Um, but I just honestly, I, I got inspired. I literally got inspired when I was up at Machu Picchu uh, last week. And um, as I mentioned, I couldn't get this whole idea of investor mindset out of my mind. And some of this discovery talking of discovery with uh, ancient civilizations or old civilizations i should say um also we got the discovery of uh, of 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 mindset and these habits and rituals and routines that i've been focusing on so much and i really just wanted to share that and put out this you know personal a more personal approach uh, today. So, um, hopefully you forgive me for that. Hopefully you got something out of it and you you enjoyed it. But uh, normal re- uh, service will be resumed next week. I do plan to do this uh, this summary and wrap up uh, section uh, to conclude uh, series one. I've got at least a couple more series in the pipeline, so I'm not running away anytime soon. So um, hopefully you're still enjoying the show, sticking with me, and and there we go. But uh, as for now, as usual, the the show notes will all be on the website, thepropertyvoice.net, with all the links and the references that I've mentioned earlier. So so go and check them out. And uh, by all means, let me know what routines you have to start your day. And as I speak those words, make sure you keep your comments clean, won't you? (laughs) (laughs) can't imagine what some of you might actually say. But there you go. No, keep it clean. But I'd love to understand what you do and any apps or tips or tools that you use uh, in that would also be, be very interesting to me. So there we go. Thanks very much for listening once again for now. And until next time on the Property Voice Podcast, it's ciao, ciao.
2: Ciao, ciao.